19. Let's begin the reading. When I heard my belly tremble, my lips quivered at the voice. Rottenness entered into my bones, and I trembled in myself, that I may rest in the day of trouble. When he come to the people, he will invade them with his troops. Although the fig shall not blossom, neither shall the fruit be in the vine. The labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold and there shall be no herd in the stall. Yet will I rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God sent, and he will make me feet like hind feet, and he will make me to walk upon my high place. Bow your head all over the building, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray, O God, for this congregation, O God. We pray, O oh God, that your will, O oh God, O oh, your word, O oh God, may enter in, O oh God, into our lives at this time, O oh God. God, we pray, O oh God, that you would bind everything that would hinder right now. Every spirit, O oh God, that would hinder, O oh God, the eating and the digesting of the word of God. Uh, we come against principalities and powers right now. Uh, Lord, loose the mind of your people. Uh, God, help us to come higher, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Uh, God, help us, to, oh God, to understand what it is uh, that you require of us uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, by the authority of your name, I speak now uh, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I'm going to attempt to kind of take my time and not to get too wound up before I get where I want to go. The subject this morning is coming from the 18th verse. The verse says, Yet will I rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Uh, the subject this morning is, there is a praise. When you look at Habakkuk, his name means to embrace. He was said, it is said he is perhaps a Levitical temple musician. I mean, he's the author of the eighth book of the minor prophets. He was a philosophical prophet. He got involved in what was going on. You see, sometimes we as church folk, we don't want to get involved. But sometimes it's necessary to get involved in what was going on. Mm, hallelujah. Yeah. Glory to God. You see, sometimes we have to look at what's going on around us so that we can see God. You see, Habakkuk, when he began to observe, and he began to look down from his watch, you see, every saint of God got a position they need to be in. You ain't going to be able to hear from God unless you're in your position. Uh, then you'll be like the folks that are in the world. Going around, somebody give me a word. I need a word from the Lord. 
I come to tell you and to remind you, in the days of old, the Spirit of God moved on the outside. I come to tell you now it's moving on the inside. See, Habakkuk, when he got a word from the Lord, it was God's moving on the outside. And now when we need a word, it springs up in our belly and it flows throughout our mind. God is still moving, church. And you see, that was a difference in his day. Somebody's got to get in the place so that God can speak about a particular situation. You see, this time, God is preparing his folks. Judgment was falling all around. Judah had fell into sin and judgment by God. The Assyrians ruled in Babylon. And 612 B.C., the Medes and the Persians had destroyed Nineveh. Somebody said trouble had came. You see, sometimes we have to glory to God. The only time we find God is when trouble comes. And that is why sometimes we go through trouble and trouble in trouble uh, because God is trying to get a hold uh, to our minds uh, and let us know uh, there is a praise. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, you see, sometimes uh, it takes going to the doctor uh, and getting the prognosis uh, before you can hear uh, there is a word uh, from the Lord. Uh, and this word will break uh, the barriers uh, between life and death. Uh, Lord have mercy. Uh, this word uh, will tap me loose uh, from the cares of this life. Uh, this word uh, will break me loose uh, like he broke uh, the ones out of prison. Uh, Lord have mercy. When you look at it, it is not God's intent for his children to be ignorant of what's really going on. It's not God's intent for his children to be ignorant of what really matters. You think your house really matters. No, it don't. You can be saved in the project as well as in the White House. That doesn't matter. You can be saved with diabetes, lupus. Lord have mercy. That doesn't really matter. Glaucoma don't matter. Thyroid disease don't matter. What? really matter is there is a praise. Lord have mercy. You see, now you find the Egyptians, Lord have mercy, and five 587 had destroyed Jerusalem in the temple. Lord, trouble like you ain't never seen before. Somebody went through last year like they had never seen. But you know, they came out with a yet prayer. Lord have mercy. The devil thought he had you, but God let you get away. Y'all don't hear me, but ain't where I want to 
to go yet. But you see, in the book you find three chapters long, but it's full of dynamite for the children of God. You see, we have a problem even now. We want to ask God why. Why do the sinners prosper, profit, and the saints have to struggle? Why, Lord, do saints die and sinners live on? Oh, righteous age. Why, Lord, does this have to happen? Why, Lord, can my children be what I want them to be? Why, Lord, can my family pull it together? Why, Lord, ask God these questions. Lord, why? Why does this have to happen? Lord, why? Lord, begin to open up his understanding. You see, it's for a season. We get caught up in what's going on, not really realizing. Like the old folks said, every dog got a day. We got to realize when the devil dig a ditch, he better dig too. Like the old folks said, the other one's going to be for you. Lord have mercy. This man was a wise man. He moved into the area of praise. Ain't nothing like going through. You go through whether you want to or not. You go through everybody in here is going through something. Lord have mercy. You're going through now. Whether you want to be saved or not, you're still going through. The sinners in the street, they're going through. So we get caught up. Oh, Lord, hold me. I should have been born rich. I should have been born white. I come to tell you, if you could change the hue of your skin, you still would have problems. Hallelujah to God. But there is a place where we need to go. Trouble can't go there. Lord, Lord have mercy. We must go into the presence of God. Habakkuk. Lord have mercy. For sinful Judah is to be punished by the wicked barbarians. And we want to know, Lord, why do you let certain things happen to your folk? I believe there was a book that was put out by some author. Why does bad things happen to God's people? You see, God said, if he loved you, he'll whoop your butt. He'll chase you. Lord, you know, sometimes we don't want to acknowledge we did wrong. Lord, have mercy. And it takes the chasing of the Lord to bring us to the point where we cry uncle and we repent. And so, the problem is the longer it takes you to repent, the longer God's got to work. 
so he doesn't beat you to death all at once. He'll whoop you and you'll back up. What you gonna say? What are you gonna say? I don't hear it. Oh, I'm gonna go give to the poor. That ain't what I want to hear. has a way of tearing you down to the point that when he gets you there, the only thing you can do is look up flat of your back because you hear God. You see him all in your night vision. God is saying, hey, you much more than what you're allowing me to make it. You're choosing to go in another direction. You won't even hear me when I call you. So calamity won't come. You see, Judah mean praise. Sometimes we don't realize the very time you come and you fall and you begin to keep on spouting down. The very thing you lose is your ability to praise God. You ain't got no joy. You ain't got no peace because your praise is gone. The devil done rocked you and he rocking you. You're falling further and further from the ability to praise your God. You begin to listen, but inside you're not comfortable. You begin to wonder, like the song says, Oh, Zion, what's the matter now? I don't feel it like I used to feel it. Something has happened down inside of you, and you can't break free like you want to, or you can't feel it like you want to feel it. But he is there, and sometimes we don't realize, but God. God has given you a signal. I told you now that God moves from the inside out. And the outside, it comes out in a form of worship or praise. So you got to look at what Habakkuk was saying. Let me bring it back down. I don't want to go there yet. There's some few things, other things I want to get to before I get there. In the time of evil, you find that Habakkuk lived. He lived a righteous life. In the Bible, let us know righteousness must live on in integrity. What are you saying? Righteousness got to live on in you. Honestly, can I talk to you? I got to talk to you. Honestly, but saints of God, you know the very person that knows when there's something wrong, and you know when you got it together with God, you do. Not the preacher, not the missionary, not the deacon, 
nobody but you. There's a phrase. I'm not sure a word, but somebody friend. Then the word says, when you see him, all you want him to say is, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You know whether you've been faithful or not. You know whether you do the things that God wants you to do. You can dress up the outside, but God is concerned about your inside. Lord have mercy. So integrity must live on. You find it in the meantime with the canal, Lord, with the confidence. Let man declare the doom of the evildoers. Habakkuk declared with five woes. We get overly concerned with unrighteousness and what the sinners do. Can I remind you what the Bible says? If the sinner is in your house, sleeping in the bed with you. The Bible says one will be taken and the other left. Two will be grinding at the meal. One will be taken and the other left. Can I tell you what Les Brown said? There's only one to a box. They never put two in a box. I don't care where you go. There are two boxes. And that's a point we've got to make. I must live on in an integrity of my salvation. So there's woe to the sinners. The first woe is to him that an increase with which is not his. There's a woe to that. Woe to him that coveted an evil covetedness. Woe. Woe to him that built a town with blood and established a city in iniquity or sin. Woe. Oh, Lord, woe to him that give his, give his neighbor drink and make him drunk and look upon his nakedness. There's a woe. Lord Jesus, woe unto him that said to the wood and awake the dumb stone, arise and teach. What is God saying? Woe unto them that don't worship me as their God. And we get a problem. We want to dictate. We want to tell. And folks don't want to move. I come to tell you, leave them alone. Do what the Bible said. Save yourself. I'm getting down to where I want to go. As the true knowledge of God multiplying the earth. Have you ever noticed you never stop growing when it comes down to God. God makes sure you move in him. Only people that stop growing is the one that don't want to move in him. They're typified as backsliders. There are more folks that backsliding in the church than there 
ever left the world. You see, it comes down to this. You must be hold to your integrity, holding to the earnestness in which you made your profession. You professed him as God. You got to hold on to that. People believe there's a large margin between a sinner and a saint. Ain't no difference between them and you and me. Because at any time, you can go back. And God ain't going to stop heaven because you go back. You leave by your attitude. You leave by, Lord have mercy, the way you serve. He says, draw nigh to me, and I'll draw nigh to you. But you know, by our action, what we're saying, get back God. I don't want nothing to do with you right now. But I come to tell you, he don't want no part-time lover. You see, sometimes we try to hold this world tighter than we hold God. Then we lose hope to God. But I come to tell you, you see, then we find ourselves struggling. What we going to do? We become irrational. We become caught up with what's going on. Rather than there is a solution to this. Lord have mercy. Ain't got to find no psychiatrist. There is a solution to this. I ain't got to drink no Jack Daniels. There is a solution to this. I ain't got to smoke no Mary Jane. There is a solution to this. I ain't gotta hit the crack pipe. There is a solution to this. I ain't gotta call the bank and ask to borrow no money. There is a solution to this. I ain't gotta call the doctor because all he's doing is making me chemically dependent. There is a solution to this. When you realize uh, there is a solution, uh, it brings you back into the presence uh, of God. Uh, all God wanted you to do uh, to realize, uh, hey, I messed up. Uh, the problem with the saints now, uh, I don't do enough to mess up. Uh, God understands. Uh, he understands enough uh, to let you run like a rat. Uh, and at the day you're caught in a trap, uh, at the judgment day and send you in that trap to hell. Lord have mercy. Uh, but you see, you can't blame God. Why? Because God has been talking all along. Hey, 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 hey. I feel it now. God's been talking to you all along. Elder Bean, you don't realize. You don't even see. Far ahead now. You so caught up in what's happening now. I gave you a vision for the future. I told you to write the vision and make it plain. That's what we forgot to do. We forgot to write the vision and make it plain so that they that read it will make time, take flight and run. Get off! 
us. God can lead where he's going where you are now at an early time when he called you he told you everything that you would do but we get caught up Lord I don't feel it it ain't about what you feel it's about who called you it ain't about what your mama or your daddy didn't do you are Appointed, you've been appointed, so every time you realize your call, the devil's got a flame because you're holding on to the promise of God. We as saints, we feel more comfortable being excuses. In an apology, but I come to tell you, I don't care. Diabetes might take me out, but I ain't walking like no excuse, and I ain't living like no apology. Because God is a healer. If He don't heal me, like those boys we talked about, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, I ain't gonna bow. I'm gonna drag diabetes to the house of God. I'm gonna drag all the other stuff that go along with it. I'm gonna be like Jacob. Jacob, where are you going? With that limb, I'm going to Bethel, which is the house of God. Lord have mercy. There is a praise. You see, when we get to that point, look at what it was that made us quit. You see, sometimes we quit setting up in here saying amen, living a different life when it comes outside the church. And when we come up in here, it shows up. I'm getting there. Well, then we come down to the real meat of the word this morning. The all lies. Habakkuk says, I'm going to rejoice. You got to understand what he's talking about here. Habakkuk had came to the point in his life. Oh, Lord. If ain't no nothing if ain't no cattle in the stall, if ain't no fig on the vine, yet I'm going to rejoice. You got to look all around with a clear mind. Lord, have mercy. And you've got to know what's going on with that eyes locked. You see, Habakkuk was letting the church and the Holy Ghost been trying to tell us all the time we go to God with our problems and our struggles. God handle this. God work on that. God I need and I need to feel like you're doing it. But that's where the devil catches it because it doesn't feel victorious. Because it doesn't feel like God gave it. God received it. But he can't take 
nothing uh, that you don't get. Uh, Lord have mercy. Uh, oh, uh, it's based on how I feel. Uh, but even uh, if you notice, uh, when you get down there, uh, crying and boohooing, uh, before the Lord, our maker, he just let you cry. He doesn't, he gave you the answer so long through your body that you didn't even get it. Every time you take the thing to God, the Holy Ghost begin to rise up in you. Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost begin to give you a message throughout your body. And that message is the Allah. And you know what that means? God begins to move. Why do he move in your feet? God begins to lift you. Lord have mercy. And you don't even seem to get it. So then he gives you a bigger leap. You think he's trying to get you ready to get out of here. But that's not what he's trying to do. You see, he's giving you a yet praise. I've seen it all over the church. I've seen it in the courts of saints' lives that's going through and going through and going through and going through. God begin to lift them high and lift them high. And they still, elder can't seem to get it because they want a verbal word. God don't talk all the time in an audible voice. Sometimes we be sitting down and God begin to speak. Now he don't have to move on through the head, down to the feet. Now he moves up and up and up. You see, that's the key. When you feel it, it starts in life in the feet. God is telling you, I've given you the victory. Lord, that's what I've wanted all along. I prayed for a son. I've asked God, how long shall I go through? How long shall I struggle with? But when God gives you a leap, is that something God is revealing? I've given you triumph. I've given you victory. I don't care what you see. I don't care how you feel. Your deliverance came with the Allah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. You see, we, 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 you then, he says, I've given you the victory. We don't even know how to walk in victory. Lord, we feel for the ears. He said, like he did a the blessing now. I'm going to bless you. Lord, how are you going to do it? I come to tell you, you better off not care. Because if God said it, he's got to bring it to pass. He'll prepare a table before you. 
in the presence of your enemies. He'll anoint your head with oil. Let your cup run over, and your enemy will be right there. That's the kind of God you serve. I said, I'm going to bless you. But Lord, I'm scared. You know what I'm saying? My belly trembles. Lord, I'm afraid. You know what our biggest problem is? We're so scared to live saved. You are scared to be all that God said you can be. And guess what? Fear comes from the devil. He will rob you of victory. This, this thing here is like an insurance policy. You never know you need it until you ain't got it. You know what I'm saying? People will tell you, I don't need no life insurance. When they die, somebody else has to bear it. I don't need this kind of stuff to be saved. But when you die and stand before your maker, it's in the book. I don't have to live like that to be saved. And you know what he's going to say? Go to hell. Depart from me. The Lord, I desist in your name. You worked in sin. You worked. I'll admit, I'll admit that much. But you worked in sin. This is what you know what I'm saying. That's why his back was saying, we must hold God in church. Oh, I So what? The devil know who I am. He prophesied. He told them about Paul, and he was telling them about me. I told him to shut up. I don't want to hear you. You mean to tell me Jesus don't want just everybody speaking for him? 